Hi, I'm Steve Mabb, Chair of the Australian Shareholders Association, and we're proud to be hosting the 2024 Investor Conference in Melbourne from the 19th to the 21st of May. And we're stoked that Phil, the host of this podcast, is going to be our special guest MC. If you haven't heard much about the ASA Conference, it's a flagship event that attracts around 300 investors and industry professionals, including the Chair of National Australia Bank this year, the Chair of AGL. We have Dr. Sam Hupert, the founder and CEO of Primedicus, and we've also got Richard White, the founder and CEO of WiseTech coming along, along with many others. For a limited time, new members can enjoy special pricing on registration for the upcoming conference, along with a complimentary 12-month digital membership with the ASA. That's two-day conference registration plus one-year ASA membership for $499, a saving of $150. Simply search for Australian Shareholders Conference Register, click on two-day conference non-member, enter the discount code MEM, as in member, 499, the number's 499, so that's MEM 499 to claim your special offer. Come along and meet me and Phil at the conference. We look forward to seeing you there. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shares for Beginners. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. G'day and welcome to Shares for Beginners. This is a little bit of a departure in my usual formats for this podcast. It's the first birthday today of Shares for Beginners and um, I just wanted to take the time to have a bit of a chat with you about um, where we've come from with the podcast, where we're going with the podcast and a little bit of unsolicited advice. It's called the first birthday episode. We're all in this together. I want to tug on your coattails and have a word in your shell-like ears. This podcast is now one year old. I want to thank all of you, the listeners, for your kind words and comments. And most of all, I want to thank you for, for listening. I hope that I'm doing something to help you learn about how and where your money is invested. It's been a great journey for me. A year ago, there was no one listening to the podcast, and I'm a nobody, let's face it. I'm not an investing expert. I'm not a share market expert. I just wanted to learn more about how to invest. And I was hoping that by going on this journey that I would be able to share this knowledge with people who are learning along with me. My numbers are now showing six to 7,000 downloads every month, which seems to be a sizable number of people. But that's just raw downloads. It doesn't tell me anything about you. However, Spotify have recently allowed podcasters to access listener data. I mean, it doesn't mean that I'm spying on you, but um, it's just telling me what your age groups are and gender and basic information like that. Listeners of this podcast are mostly under 44 years of age. And in fact, the majority of you are under 34 years of age. So what this is saying is that the people who are listening to this podcast in general have the greatest investing tool in their hands just naturally by the age that you are now. And that is time. So allow me a moment just to pass on to you some advice that I wish someone had whacked me around the head with when I was younger. Let me talk to you about a couple of things that have inspired these thoughts over the last couple of weeks. Now, I've been reading the book, The Making of an American Capitalist. 
It's a biography of Warren Buffett. It's a fantastic book. You'll hear Warren Buffett's name all the time in the podcast, and I can't recommend this book highly enough. There's a link on my website in the further reading session. That's on sharesforbeginners.com forward slash further reading or further dash reading. I'm not sure exactly, but anyway, you'll find it if you go to the homepage. And if you buy the book through there, it's an affiliate marketing link. So I get a small amount of money if you buy it from there. So it would be great if you could buy that through that, because in some small way, you'll be supporting the program. Anyway, it's a fantastic book. Now, we all can't be obsessive compulsive like Warren Buffett about making money. He was a notorious cheapskate, and he would look at every dollar Not as a dollar, but as what that dollar would become with careful investment. Now think about that just for a minute. That dollar might be only worth a dollar now, but in 20 or 30 years' time, it might be $20, $30, $40 with careful investing. This is what I'm getting at about the time and how you've got time on your side. As you're listening to this program and you're under 44 years of age, you've got 20 or 30 years, 40 years ahead of you to make really decent money in a very, very safe way. Now, I was also chatting with John Cowley. John Cowley's the CEO of the Australian Shareholders Association. Now, this is a fine organisation with great resources. I can't recommend them highly enough. And if you get the chance, join up. The joining fee is very inexpensive. I think it's about $130 for the e-version only, but you get so much out of this organisation. And you can go along to their meetings, which are usually full of people with a great collective wisdom about investing. And the other thing about the Australian Shareholders Association is that they're advocates for shareholders. So what they're doing each year around reporting season and annual general meetings, they're actually taking steps to make sure that boards and CEOs of companies are actually doing the right thing by shareholders and also by not taking too much money in remuneration, which is one of the great things that they do. They also do a thing called proxy harvesting, but go to the website if you want to find more about that. But it means that you can have not just one vote, but you can vote with a whole variety of shareholders in terms of changing policies in companies. Anyway, I was having this conversation with John and he was talking about going to, he still goes to Sydney University to the squash club there. And he just tells all of the people that he's playing with, all these younger people, just put aside a little bit of money every week. The main thing is spend less than what you earn. And then that little bit of excess you invest. Now, that's really easy to do these days. There's many tools out there to do it. I won't go through them now because I don't want to recommend anything that I haven't tried out myself. But you know what I'm talking about. There's apps that offer ways for you to put small amounts of money away all the time, which will be invested in ETFs and that will grow over a period of time. Okay, now I'm coming to the third conversation. Tony Kynaston, I'm not sure if you've heard Tony's episode, but Tony is a fantastic investor. He's achieved 20% returns, which is way above the ASX returns for 20 years. He knows what he's doing when he's investing. One of the points that he made in his podcast, his podcast, by the way, is called QAV Podcast. I'd really recommend that for listening as well. He's explained so many key concepts so clearly. But one of the things that he watches out for is fees. Every dollar that goes into a fee is a dollar that is not compounding in the future. So really, in a lot of ways, if you're going into a managed fund or an ETF 
or any kind of investment, even when you're buying shares on the share market, you want to have the lowest fees possible because each of those dollars in those fees is not compounding in your future returns. I heard a story actually today on the Money Cafe. I'm not sure if you've listened to that podcast as well with Alan Kohler and uh, Chris Kirby. It's a good good podcast. But uh, someone was saying that they had a, a financial advisor who'd put them into a fund and the fees between the advisor and the fund were 2.5% and the fund itself returned 5%. I mean, that's that person is being ripped off. So just be really, really careful with fees. Which brings me now to time. Again, you've got time on your side. Now, what you have to do is when that money that you've been putting away and investing suddenly gets to $20,000, $30,000 and it's looking really nice, don't spend it. You've got to leave it there for 20 or 30 years. You want to be compounding that money not just to tens of thousands. You want it to be compounding to hundreds of thousands and hopefully millions of dollars. Think about the future. It comes a lot quicker. Believe me, it comes a lot quicker than you think. Part of keeping this money for the long term as well is that you have to understand and be prepared for market downturns. And you've got to hold your nerve because there's going to be another GFC. There's going to be another recession. You people who are under 44 years of age, you don't have any idea of what a recession is like, but these things are going to happen again. And when that happens, share markets collapse. Really good companies are going to go down in value and you've got to hold your nerve and you've got to hold on to your investments through that time. So being in there for the long term means being prepared for those kind of times as well because no matter what, even through that, I mean, if you look at if you look at a graph now of the ASX or the New York Stock Exchange from, you know, say 2000 to 2020, it's starting to look like a blip, the global financial crisis. You know, the, the graph itself goes from the bottom left to the top right. And that's the way share markets have been going for hundreds of years now. And you've just got to be in there making that money over that kind of period of time. And don't forget to reinvest your dividends. Dividend reinvestment plans help the compounding so much. Which brings me to another point here. Now, it's about, we're talking time horizons here. And this is a question that I received from someone called Ryan. If you haven't been there yet, and if you haven't put a question, I've got a listener survey on the website as well, where I can find out information about you and what you want to find out. And this question came from Ryan. Okay, I'll just read it out now. My partner and I have currently saved $40,000 towards a home deposit target of 100k plus. Our savings are currently sitting in a first home bonus saver account at 1.75% per annum bonus interest rate. We're looking at purchasing our first home no sooner than two years from now. We've considered investing some or all of this money to help us boost our savings a little more aggressively and to become more familiar with investing for the future. What would you recommend? Thanks, Ryan. Now, Ryan, I just have to say this. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a planner. I have no license in giving financial advice at all. All I've got is just some collective wisdom that I've picked up over this last year of doing this podcast. And it comes to the point of what I was saying earlier in that the horizon for investing for younger people should be 20, 30, 40 years. Two years is too short a horizon to do this because I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I can boost the returns over this period of time. But what if that global financial crisis or recession hits tomorrow, next week? 
that money is going to go down and you don't have the time for that money to recoup and be available again for your home loan. So I would suggest if you are considering doing anything with this money, just a small amount of it, try investing a small amount. And this is a great bit of wisdom that I got from a guest, Claude Walker, on another episode. And he said, match your risk with your experience. Okay, so the level of what you should be investing should be a direct function of your experience, which means when you go in, if you've got $40,000, Ryan, put in $1,000, okay? Just the tiniest amount to start working with. Over that kind of amount of money, you're not risking the whole farm, okay? Well, that's it now. It's been a year. It's been a great journey. I've been so enjoying doing this. I've gotten a lot out of it. Now, thanks for listening so far, if you've gotten this far. I can understand why you wouldn't want to, but um, because usually this is a guest interview-based program. But anyway, just I'm indulging myself because this is the first birthday of the podcast and I'm celebrating tonight. Which brings me also to social media. If anyone would like to continue these conversations, my Twitter handle is Phil underscore Muscatello. I'm also instituting the hashtag shares for beginners or lowercase one word. And on Facebook... Shares for beginners, or lowercase, one word. Let's continue the conversation online. It's, uh, we can all help each other. Now, on a philosophical note, just to finish on, I just want to say that I prefer never to use terms like millennial, Gen X, baby boomer. I, I really despise terms like this. I think they create division. We're all working towards the same things. We're all humans. We're all brothers and sisters from other parents. And we're all in this together. Thanks very much for listening. If you've listened this far, a little happy birthday to myself. And thank you so much for your support. And thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me. Shares for Beginners is for information and educational purposes only. It isn't financial advice and you shouldn't buy or sell any investments based on what you've heard here. Any opinion or commentary is the view of the speaker only, not Shares for Beginners. This podcast doesn't replace professional advice regarding your personal financial needs, circumstances or current situation. Thanks to Christopher Soulos for music production with that special Greekalicious flavour. Remember, music always flows, even when the money won't. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.